Hello, it's Alice Arnold here. Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. This is the last in our summer series. We'll be back, though, with lots more news and theatre gossip and interviews in the autumn. But for the last of our series, well, we've saved one of the best. It's the star who is taking over as Roxy in Chicago. It's Alexandra Burke. So I'm in the... What bar is this? I'm not... I'm just a... Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre podcast. Not that we're generally in a bar, but this is a bar in a theatre. Yes. We've just gone to a pub. Yeah, we're not, <laughs> no. I mean, it would be nice to be in a pub. <laughs> the weather is, is, nice, is nice for it, but no, we're working. We're working. <laughs> um, I'm sitting with Alexandra Burke. The Alexandra Burke. I've bought Alexandra, of course, as regular listeners to the podcast will know, a little present. Oh, that's for me. It's for you. Oh, you're there's, so kind. There's... There's you two little cupcakes in can there. I open it now? Yes, you can. Open oh my it now. god, I love you. You can. You can oh, open and I'm it so loving that I'm going to share this with my manager who's sitting over there in the corner. You see how different from from. Oh lo- look! How You're lovely, so sweet. What lovely to have. What what? <laughs> That's so much. Well, good. <laughs> the last time I gave cupcakes to a cast member, I gave them to him and the fellow cast member, oh. and he said he wasn't going to tell her about them. But, well, and you've immediately said, I'm going to share with that. You see? Yeah. And that shows yeah, the difference between you. You're, <laughs> Alexandra is a sharer. Yes. Yes. Alexandra. Sharing is caring. Yes. Yeah. As they always yeah. say, yeah. you know? I mean, it, I don't need to say this. Winner of the X Factor, uh, <laughs> Strictly Come Dancing, massive hit singles, massive, Aww. massive studio recording career <laughs> that hits all over the place. Now taking over as Roxy Hart in yeah. the musical Chicago. So... The leap, well, we're going to go back because you've done a few musicals now. Yes, yes. When, when did that first, that idea happen that you thought, hang on, recording career, stage musicals? Right. So the idea came about, wasn't my idea. Um, back in 2012, when I got offered Bodyguard before it opened and I just wasn't ready. Just mm-hmm. in no way, no way, Jose, was I trying to do Whitney Houston and do it well. And I just wasn't in, I think I was like maybe 23, 22, 23, got offered this amazing role. You know, it's West End, Simon Cowell goes, you should take it. And I go, no, I want to sing. So that got washed under the water okay. and then Heather, Heather um, Headley opened it up. Um, so there we go. I missed that opportunity. And then 2014, it comes back again. This point now, I'm living in New York. So I've packed up, lived in New York for 18 months. And then I get a call. Alex, we have the bodyguard. They're about to close. It's three months left. They want you to finish the last three months. Before that, I got offered Memphis. But because they moved the date, I couldn't do Memphis at the, at the Shaftesbury Avenue. Uh, Shaftesbury Theatre, I think it's called. Yeah. Shaftesbury. Anyway, so I couldn't do that. And then got offered the bodyguard. And then my mum said, if you turn this down now, you're a fool. So she goes, okay. get on that flight. You get home. And come and meet these producers again. And you're doing this role. This is the role for you. So off I go. And you don't never, you never not listen to your mother. So of course I book a flight. I come straight back home. And then all of a sudden I found myself in rehearsal. I found myself um, having acting lessons. And then bam, I opened up at the Eldelphi last three months and never took a show off. Second night when I wanted to take a show off because I thought I had no voice. And did not know how to. I mean my mum always taught me how to preserve my voice. But never did it occur to me to really listen at, at that one point because they'd done the first show and all I wanted to do was talk, 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 talk and be with my family. And who walks in? Dion Warwick. What, for the second show? For the second show. The one you and thought you, know you had no voice yes, for? Yes, and you know Whitney Houston, that's her cousin. Yes. 
Oh. So she walks in with 10 other people. And then I get to meet her backstage. And she's like, you remind me of Whitney. I had to come and see you. I've heard so much about you, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then I'm friendly now with Dion still to this day. And then Sir Tom Jones comes to see me in the performance. Like, you name it, people were coming. And I didn't know these people were in the audience. And then all of a sudden they're backstage in my, my little room at the El Delphi Theatre. And my life changed. Done Bodyguard for two years. Went on tour, took it on tour. Five days break in between. Sister act for a year and a half. No days off. Straight into Strictly. Strictly tour. Straight into rehearsals for chess. Record an album, release an album, release a single. How have you done that with, I have no, with all the time? No, there's no break. No. no break at right. all. Straight into Chicago now. After seeing Brandy do it three years ago and saying to my now fiance, going, one day that's going to be me. See, that was going to be a question. And Had you always are. thought, I want to do Chicago? But I didn't realise it was going to come about. Because we talked to Martin Kemp a while right. ago and he said, he, 10 years ago he'd wanted to do it. There we but go. it didn't work out timing-wise. Right. And then the opportunity came for this time. How it's like, yes, come I've around. Yeah, see, and, and, and it's been a role because of Brandy. It's been a role that I've always wanted to do. I've always, of course, known how iconic this show is, how iconic playing Mama is, Velma, Roxy. It's iconic roles, massive roles. Billy Flynn is a massive role, do you know what I mean? Um, but never in my wildest dreams did I think I was actually going to get it. <laughs> and then here we are, and I'm opening in a week. So that's crazy to me. Um, and uh, it's just been, it's been non-stop, if I'm completely honest with you. And I don't know how it's, it's, I don't know how we're here. I don't know how we're here. I think we do, because you see that you've got amazing energy. Oh, thank you. Just sitting you. talking to you, you are so energetic. Oh, no, I, I, I think I, it's sometimes that, too much for people. <laughs> no, that's how you're doing this. So you see, really successful people do have this energy about oh. them. It's why I'm here and you're sitting there. No, well, hey, I, don't say things I like that. Like I like to be asleep on are the you sofa, like, mainly. Do you like to be quite zen? I like to be asleep, oh. if I can. <laughs> I can be quite zen. I can, I really can, but you've really got to get me to a tired point. Like yesterday, Jess and I, my manager, we was both really zen. It, it went to a point where we were texting each other on WhatsApp, landed from a gig, and three hours later, we both napped and checked our phone, and we were like, oh, God, we, we was in the middle of a conversation, and we've just gone to bed in the middle of the day. So tired. I'm, I could be zen. I'm glad zen. to hear that you nap. That yeah. makes me feel better. I, try, I do nap, yeah, yeah. I try my best to, because I, 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 it helps me save my voice if I'm napping. Yeah. Now, yeah. you see, there's all this dancing, obviously, in Chicago, and let's talk about Strictly just for a minute. Now, you, you had danced all your life, but not done ballroom and no, Latin. No, no, never. But do you think that Strictly training helped you for the, because it's very specific choreography in yes. Chicago, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. The, the yes. Fosse choreography. Yes. Do you think that helped you in terms of learning routines and learning Definitely. style? and learning? Um, the Fosse style, I tell you why it really helped uh, with this, because when we were doing the tour, Craig Dunn, he was a choreographer for the tour and uh, along with Jason and director of the tour and stuff like that. And he put together a Fosse montage piece. And Joe McFadden and I had to do a Fosse style thing. Mm -hmm. And did and little did I know, Craig of Hallward was prepping me for Chicago. For and we didn't even, I didn't even know I was doing it at the time. Do you know what I mean? I only found out literally few days before we started rehearsals that I got the that I got the role so it, I would definitely say Strictly has helped me prepare for this show mm -hmm. without even realizing um I've always been able to pick up dance routines quickly anyway I'm very fast at doing that but I'm definitely faster now yeah I, I picked I, up it is a, four or five it, routines last week and like that it's a muscle memory and a brain is, memory yeah. and, and, and I, I've yeah. danced since I was four or five yeah and not trained in it but I bloody well know how to pick it up and I'm quite proud of that because 
I would think the older I'm getting, because I'm 30 this this month, by the way, guys, yeah, I would give the address to send presents. No problem. <laughs> I'm joking. But I would think the older I'm getting, I'm thinking to myself, I want to slow down. And actually, the older I'm getting, is more energy I'm getting. It's the more I'm wanting to work even more. And the more I'm going, I don't want to stop yet. I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop. I want to keep going. I want to keep going. To the point where my dad, even on Friday, just said to me, when are you going to think about kids? And I looked at him and went, oh, honey, I'm so young. And he went, but you're going to get old soon. I'm like, no, no I'm young. No, you're I'm young. I'm young at heart. Believe me, you're yeah, young. and if Halle Berry can have her first one at 40, why can't I? Absolutely. <laughs> now, Strictly was sort of, it was a mixed experience for you, wasn't it? Because yes. you did really, really well. But there was all that social media yes, stuff. Yes, stuff in the press and blah, blah, which, blah. Yep. And you are a, a strong woman. And, Thank you. And you, you know, you, you fight for that. And I think it was interesting to see that you talked honestly about it. Yes. And the real downsides of social media. Absolutely. Which are huge. And yep. I think, there, you know, you took that time to say, to call it out and yeah. say, actually, you know, this it's, stuff, it hurts. It does hurt. And it's hurt. horrible. Yeah, and it people is. think that, that none of it does hurt. It I know. does hurt. And, and the thing is, for me, I'll be honest with you, the only reason why I'm actually on Twitter, Instagram, things like that, purely for people to get to know me. So when you, because I'm, you know, doing Strictly was fun. I was going through a very difficult time personally. Um, and even a year later, still am. But I don't allow anything that I go through to define me. And whatever press wants to throw at me and go make up rumours about me throwing chairs, apparently, and doing all these kind of things when I was in the physio room and being, you know, treated for an injury. And one day, apparently, I was in a green room and I actually wasn't physically in there. Lies happen and it comes with the job, it comes with what I've asked for. This is my dream. But it doesn't come, uh, you know, with icing on the top and sugar on the top and you think it's all sweet and dandy. The problem with social media is... You, you have to take it with thick skin. And I've learnt, I've learnt that over the years. It's been 10 years nearly that I've won the X Factor. And believe you me, if I'd done Strictly 10 years ago, I probably would have quit week one. Because I don't, I don't ha the strength I've got now, I didn't have at 19, 20. There's Not a, at all. Um, I think all. it was Ellen DeGeneres who said that um, the more successful you become, mm. the more people will love you and hate you yeah. for exactly the same reasons. There we go. Absolutely. And I thought that was actually Absolutely. a really interesting it's thing so because interesting. the people that will say, oh, you're, you're overconfident, you're or blah, you're blah, loud, blah, or you're too loud, you're too energetic, or you're or not confident enough, whatever it is. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's people. And that's why I, I just want to be myself and I'm always myself and I'm just, and, and the thing is, if I'm having a bad day, which is extremely rare, I just go quiet. I'm very mm. quiet. And if something's wrong, I go into a very quiet space. And Jess knows, my man Jess in the corner, she knows that when I'm quiet, something's definitely wrong. The one thing people I feel like sometimes they expect of me is that if I'm angry or upset, there's this diva tension that comes out because I get called diva all the time. But it's only because I speak about how I feel, you know, and I'm not ever uh, abrupt with it. But for example, when going through a tough time strictly, I kept quiet for 11 weeks. That was a long time to take that and keep quiet. And, and I'll never forget when I sat at my kitchen table, and I said to my brother, I have to say something. I have to do it now. I've got to say something right mm -hmm. now because it's mentally hurting me. My heart feels... You know when you get that physical pain in your chest? Yeah, I yeah. felt like that's how I felt. I felt like my heart was breaking by not being honest enough and going... The moment you put on a, a, a face and a, a mask and you go to... No, no, I'm fine. It's great. I can take all that. You're lying. You're human. I'm human. It was hurting. It was killing mm. me. And the day that I said, stop it because it's hurting me, is the day that so many people came out the woodwork and went... Leave her alone. 
She's just doing her job. She's mm. just living her dream. She's having a great time on Strictly. Don't make it sour for her. And it was so nice to feel that love and that energy come back at me. Well, you feel the support oh, from other God, people who get so on the support. backs of those yeah. people and who are attacking like, no, you. They were supporting so. me without tweeting about it. Yes. And in the moment that I, I read it, I went, oh my God, there's so much love out there. So it made me realize actually there was more love than anything out there. And it didn't take over the fact that I had a great experience. Do you know what I mean? Strictly, you can make it what it is for you. You can either get caught up in the pressure of learning a new routine every single week and going, oh God, I can't do it. Or you can take it all in. And if you make a mistake, you're only human. You've got a week to learn it. Well, just under a week. Got just under a week to learn it, but you can do it. And if you've got a good mm. partner, a good pro with you, guiding you along the way, you can absolutely achieve something that you've always wanted to achieve. My mum was never able to afford for me to go to Latin and ballroom dance classes. I always wanted to go to Sylvia Young. It was mm. never part mm -hmm. of my life. It's never a part of my life. And I know Sylvia now personally. She's amazing. And her school is incredible. But I could never have afforded to go there when I was younger. So I never got to learn Latin ballroom. But I never got to do musical theatre training ever because we could not afford it. Simply could not afford it. But I want to be that person that shows people you can go to a normal school. I went to EGA, a normal school, a normal girls' school. I worked extremely hard. I'd done every after-school club there was out there. And then even after the after-school club, I went to a, a, then a, a club on Upper Street in Islington that I went to after-school hours and learned acting, singing, dancing, and used my pocket money to do that and get myself home, wake up at 5 a.m. and do my homework so my mum didn't have to be my ear. And I'd done that every single day. And on weekends, I'd sit there in the pub while she was singing, entertaining people, and I'm learning what she's doing. And that was me as a child, because she couldn't afford to send me away. So if I can do it, anyone can. Anyone see, absolutely can. That's the energy I'm there talking we go. about. And I, and I remember it's it. It's phenomenal. I remember though. it. My mum didn't make those sacrifices for no reason. And that's what I always say to my family. She sacrificed so much for us that I, I, in my heart, I have no option but to be working and but to do her proud. Tell me about chess, because mm. you we went into as you <laughs> reeled off this thing, yeah. your list of things without a gap. How was how was that doing chess, the sort of concert oh, at the you know? I mean, it, it was, was incredible, and you know, oh, not in my wildest dreams did I think that I'd be able to have that opportunity. So let's just keep it very real. Never heard of chess when I got offered it. It it was around thirty two years ago. I wasn't even born. Um, they added a song for me, which was lovely, and. When I spoke to the director, I was doing some research about it and I kept going, I'm trying to look, you know, for inspiration online. And he was like, well, you're not really gonna find too much unless you listen to the original. So I was like, okay. And then he said to me, do you realize you're the first black woman to play this role? And I went, ah, me? So I said, why do you want me then? He went, cause I think you can execute this role. I don't see color. No, quite right. And I honest mean, to God. <laughs> when you said that, I was, surprised. I was thinking like, well, yeah. I don't see the role as either black or no, white. It's, it's, well, yeah, it's but, a role. But, I mean, but he just went, you wouldn't find that kind of you wouldn't find a black woman in that era, that age, um, in Russia. When you think about all okay. of the facts, you, you go, actually, no, you wouldn't. And he goes, and I don't care. If you can sing the songs and you can make it believable and act it out, I don't care who plays this role. I just thought, what a lovely man. Because I'd never thought about it like that. And to play that role... At, you know, at the Coliseum with a 50-piece orchestra, with the E&O chorus, you mm. have to pinch yourself. Those op with Michael Ball, come on. And Michael and I are dear friends, but to have that opportunity in a very short career in, in theatre, I mean, I'm only starting out really. I know I've done a few roles, but you think about what people have done. I'm still at the beginning of my career in theatre. Um, and 
I just was so thankful for the opportunity because it's so well respected. And I'll never forget when I had a little coffee with Sir Tim Rice. He was buying a coffee when we was in rehearsals and he turned to me and he went to me, by the way, you have the best songs. And I thought, great, thanks for that pressure. <laughs> I really appreciate you pressurising me right now. And he went, no, I'm just being serious. You have the best songs in the whole show. You've got the most, you've got, you have the best songs. Mm -hmm. And then um, the day that we done, I'll give you this little story about Benny. Uh, we were doing the press night for chess and we had, of course, the previews a few days before. And I was outside signing autographs and I feel this tap on my shoulder and it's Benny. Gives me a massive hug and he says in my ear, I need to see you tomorrow. So I was like, okay, am I fired? He goes, no, 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 you're not fired. I was like, okay, cool. And he goes, just be ready for five o'clock. So I was like, I'll be in at three, so just, just knock on my door. So he knocks on the door about 5.15 and there's... Lawrence director, Benny from ABBA, and the MD, John. And uh, he goes, I just want to take you to a private room. I just want to go through some, some stuff with you. So he goes, okay, I go, okay, fine, fine. So we walk up to a room and he says, if you do it how you done it last night, I'd be happy. But I want everyone to follow you. And I went, it's not what I've been taught. It's not what we've, it's not what we've rehearsed. It's not what we've done with previous. It's not, can't change it now on press night. This is when we get reviewed. And he went, no, 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 I just want, I want everyone to follow you. How about we sing the song? So I literally just went, oh, okay, yeah, an, an hour and a half before we open, no problem, yeah, let's just sing our, the, the hardest song in the show. So off I go, start singing, and then he just goes to me, I just want everyone to follow you, the orchestra will follow you, close your eyes and just sing. So I done it, and he went, if you do it like that, that's what makes me a happy man. And I went, okay, I'm gonna close my eyes, and I'm gonna sing. And that's exactly what I done. Did he play the piano? No, he played, he played in our little session he did. Yeah, yes, that's played, what played I the meant. Piano. So it was him playing the piano and, and you singing and in I this little and room. It, and it never got recorded because I was like, and oh. I remember in that moment going, I wish there was a camera or a fly on the wall because this will never happen again. <laughs> like I'm never going to get this opportunity back. And, you know, it was just amazing because he believed in me enough to basically run with the wolves and just do whatever I felt on stage. He went, I want all of your soul. Because everything that you put into your own music with your heart and your soul, put it into this that I've written. Wow. I just went, okay, fine. No That's problem. amazing. I mean, it must have been Incredible. an amazing experience to be in that room with yeah. him as well. And, but, just, and a, just the opportunity for him to allow me to be free, that doesn't happen often. Yeah. So, you, as you've said, this is the beginning of your musical theatre career. Yeah, it really is. So I've only done a couple of shows. We're in Chicago <laughs> until October. Yes, yes. Um, if you could, what would... Do you have a dream part that you would like to play in musical theatre? Um, well, this one definitely was a dream part. And three years I've waited to try and do it, and now it's, we're here, yeah. so I've ticked one off the list. Um, right. Donna Summer okay. would be amazing. That's currently on in Broadway. I'd love to bring it here. Ah, well, that's a possibility then, isn't it? I mean, it? who knows? I, I definitely i have put the feelers out. Um, I really, If it comes over here, I will... I will knock down everyone to be the first in that line <laughs> to be auditioned for it um that's definitely a dream role because my mum always said to me and I forget when uh we were both listening to Donna Summer she went you could play her life story and I looked at her and went yeah yeah whatever mum I would never be able to do that and she went no Alex I really believe that this will happen for you one day and the fact that then it opened on Broadway this sounds like sort of fate I, who knows I think but my mum always said that I was going to do Strictly 2017, it happened. She said it in 2015. She goes, two more years, you're going to do Strictly. It happened. She said to me, I'm going to work with Craig River Horwood before that. It happened on Sister Act. He directed and choreographed. Everything my mum always said to me came to fruition. So I'm putting it out there. So we, 
We should book our ticket. Well, we can't book, book a ticket, ticket soon. To- yes. I'll, I'll okay. go. I'm going to go to Broadway. I'm going to go watch it first. Right. But my, my agent actually flew over to go watch it for me because I had no time to do it. So he flew over and he said it's the right role for me. Okay. So well, there we go. So it's a done when deal. he says that, I go, "Well, you've done your job, mate. Now, now the next job is to get me in it." <laughs> it it's a done deal. Let's um, let's let's assume there might be a pause between that and the end of this, and sure. obviously playing Donna Summer. Yes. Um, if you were to go on your perfect holiday, let, yeah. you might have a holiday after this. Who knows? Um, I, although, I've got a week, although I've got a week, you've got a week. I'm right. doing another show, which we're announcing this. This I'm doing another show soon. Okay. Straight after this. Right. Okay, fine. It's busy, babe. It's busy. Of course you're so not I'm going, to take a, I'm going to take a week Why off. Why are you I will to stop? In your week, uh, well, you haven't got time. You probably need, I've got to learn a script again. Uh, yeah, but would you? Fine. Where would you go? Were you to ever have a holiday? Now, where if I get go? an opportunity to go on holiday, I'd go back to Jamaica because that's where I'm from. Okay. I just want to go to Jamaica and that's what I'm hopefully going to plan. At least if it's just five days. I said it to my dad last week. I was like, Dad, I just, me and you, let's just both of us go together. It's not you that know, long a flight, is it? Father. What is it, eight no, hours or something? That, nine hours. It's near Miami, that. so it's could, not yeah, far. Yeah, it's not far. And I just said, even if it's five days, let's just go sit and chill and eat some chicken and have a red stripe, and I'll come home. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the plan. He's already now booked his flight. Okay. She's waiting on me, but I can never book until last minute, so... Um, uh, you're honestly as I keep saying your energy is just phenomenal oh, thank um, you you've made me feel more lively oh, than good. I did when I walked yes, in yes good <laughs> that makes me feel good good um, the cupcakes that, that you still haven't touched them, oh no no I, 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 I think believe you me will. Jess coffee and a, and a cake it's they're only mini ones they're just at two bites <laughs> they're and they're done yeah it's perfect yeah, they're gone. thank you um, thank you so much for talking to thank us. you for your time today thank you That was Alexandra Burke. And that's the end of my summer podcast season. We'll be back in the autumn with lots more treats for you. 